Welcome to the Buick Outdoors Podcast. I'm your host, Sheldon Marion, and on this podcast, we dive deep into the outdoors. We discuss hunting and fishing techniques, give you tips and tricks, tell stories, and everything in between to help you enjoy the outdoors. This podcast is brought to you by Northbound Gear. Northbound Gear is designed for maneuverability and durability and is made to last through even the toughest of elements. My go-to for their pants is the Water Resistance Adventure Pants and their lined waterproof jeans. I've worn them while out ice fishing, crawling through the woods bear hunting, and on the west coast out on the boat. And I even wear them around when I'm having a lazy day at the house. They are that comfortable. They also offer jackets, summer pants, backpacks, and many more. Men's and women's sizes are available, and by partnering with One Tree Planted, you're planting a tree with every purchase. Check them out for yourself at northboundgear.co and when you use my promo code SHELDON15 at checkout, you'll receive 15% off your order. That's northboundgear.co and promo code SHELDON15. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Buick Outdoors podcast. If you're new around here, I'm your host Sheldon Marion and today we're going to be talking about how to sight in a new rifle. Uh, you know, it's, it's hunting season here now. Uh... So everybody's kind of getting pumped up and fired up. And if you're like me, you went out and you bought yourself a nice brand new rifle. Either that or it's been kind of sitting around for many years and you haven't shot it. And, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you're all sighted in. You don't want to be missing your prized possession chickens or the nice big bull elk or bull moose. Or, you know, your nice 160 inch white tailed deer kind of a thing. And, uh, you know, if you do happen to buy something brand new from a store... Uh, it should come boresighted, but if not, that's where we're going to start off. And, uh, you know, if you don't know what boresighting is, basically what it is is you take your gun, and I have a diagram here that I'll show you here uh, for the for the people watching this on YouTube. Uh, if you're just listening to this on Spotify or whatever, uh, you know, head over to YouTube and check it out. But anyways, uh, when you first start out, you take your gun and you put it on something real solid like a shooting uh rest you know the bean bags or the little molded ones whatever you want to call it and uh you take your barrel out and you look down your barrel at the target and while i'm talking about this i'll just grab my little diagram that i drew up here and it's it's a bit rough but it'll give you a real good idea so what we got here is we're gonna pretend this is your gun set up on some sort of a shooting system where your gun is sitting there nice and solid and it's not going to move and what you're looking at here with the spirals and stuff that'd be with your bolt removed so if you take your bolt out you look down the barrel and you center your your barrel onto your target so on here we have a little blue dot right in the center of our barrel now without moving the rifle you want to look up through your scope as if you were ready to shoot. And what you're going to see is you'll see your target in your scope, but your crosshairs are most likely going to be off a little bit. And my lines are not exactly perfect, but looking at this, if this was at 100 yards, it looks as though we're about three, quarter to, three quarters of an inch to the left and uh, roughly half an inch high, we'll say. So then what you would have to do in this instance is if it's at 100 yards you would have to move 
your crosshairs over to where it's actually centered to your target. So with the majority of uh, rifle scopes, you'll see when you take your turret covers off, that's those little caps on the top and the side of your scope, uh, it'll say 1 slash 4 MOA. And what that means is quarter inch minute of angle at 100 yards. And to simplify it, that means one click will move your crosshairs over a quarter of an inch at 100 yards. So if we are three quarters of an inch to the left, we need to take our turret and we have to turn it three clicks to move it to the right. And on your turret itself, typically there's an R indicator on your on the right side of the turret and it'll have an arrow. Usually it's counterclockwise. So if we need to move our reticle to the right three quarters, you look at your turret with the caps off and I'll say R and there'll be a directional arrow. And you just, for this one, you simply turn it three clicks in the right direction, not left, because we need to move the, the crosshairs to the right. And then seeing how we're about a half an inch high, you look at the turret that's on top and there'll be a U meaning up. So if you want to move your crosshairs up, you turn it in the direction that that arrow is pointing. And usually that's counterclockwise as well. But in this instance, we need to bring it down. So if it says up is counterclockwise, we have to turn it clockwise. And with this you know, we, we call it, what, half inch high? So the, the up and down is the same as left and right, where it's a quarter inch MOA. So with this one being a half inch high, we have to turn it down two clicks, because quarter plus a quarter equals a half. So once you make those adjustments, you should be able to look through your crosshairs. And again, without moving your gun, it'll look like this one over here. So with your bolt still removed and looking down through your barrel, you'll see that your target is centered in your barrel. And then when you look up at your scope, your crosshairs should be centered on your target. And then that's a rough sketch and a rough idea on uh, bore sighting. And it's a phenomenal way to start. Uh, if you don't, if you don't want to take that route, what you can do, uh, there's new bore sighting lasers that are on the market now. Some of them just go into the tip of your barrel and you turn the little laser on and you can see a little laser dot on your target. And then what you do there, same thing with your gun being in a steady stationary position is where that laser hits the target, you adjust your scope to the laser. And then there's also slightly better ones where it's it's the same concept of a laser, except it's an actual kind of like a, a bullet. So it's actually chambered to your gun. So say you're shooting a 30-06, you buy like this little 30-06 looking shell, you turn it on, it's a laser, and you actually feed it into your action close the bolt and then that way that laser points down through your barrel hits the target and it's the same thing with the other laser you adjust your scope to where that laser is hitting 
and then that way you can have like a a pretty good start as to where your your rifle should be shooting and uh i know a lot of guys once they bore sight their rifles they just start shooting at 100 yards uh but for me just to make things a little bit easier because sometimes even when you are bore sighted you pull the trigger at 100 yards and you can still be way off and uh, sometimes you even miss the target and it's really hard to see uh, so honestly what I do is I start at 50 yards and it'd be the same concept as if you're shooting at 100 yards uh, once you're all nice and bore sighted and all that good stuff uh, I set up a target at 50 yards take a shot and usually like the first one or two rounds especially of a brand new rifle is kind of what I would call almost like a fouling round where it's gonna go where it's gonna go uh you know once you take those first two shots then your third one is kind of where you start to kind of get serious about it so you take a shot and wherever it hits is wherever it hits I, I'll shoot a second round and if it's within like an inch of the first one then it's I'll call that kind of close enough you know the i know where the bolts are going and there's not some sort of a burr or anything like that in the barrel because you gotta think when it's a brand new barrel it pretty well came off the manufacturing line got put onto a, an action got put into a stock and then sent to the store and into your hands kind of a thing so there might be some small little filings or a little bit of grease and oils and stuff like that inside the barrel so your first couple of shots should kind of clean all that stuff out. Uh, some guys, they'll say, you know, clean your rifle before shooting it kind of a thing. And uh, you can do that. But uh, in this case, we're just going to pretend that you just bought a gun, went out and shot it, right? So at 50 yards, you take your first two shots, kind of let them do whatever. And your third shot is when you start to dial in your rifle. So I'll take a shot. And it's usually off that little bit. And again, it's just like when you're bore sighting it. Uh, at 50 yards, though, it's not going to be a quarter inch MOA. It's almost like an eighth of an inch MOA. Uh, just because you're much closer. So what I'll do is I'll shoot and I'll adjust until I'm pretty well dead center at 50 yards. And it honestly, it doesn't take much. Uh Typically, once you kind of get rid of those first couple fouling rounds, you have maybe three shots to kind of adjust your scope. And then once it's hitting pretty well dead center kind of a thing, then I'll take it out to that 100 yards and then I'll actually finalize sighting it in. So once you're set up at 100 yards, it's basically the same exact thing at, at 50 yards you got your shooting bag set up or your shooting rest or whatever it is that you're using the old school days it was a jacket or a backpack over the hood of the truck and we uh we call that good enough right and uh so basically at 100 yards depending on what you want to sight your rifle in at some people do it dead on at 100 some it's an inch some it's inch and a half and then some people it's two inches uh kind of the the going rate is like an inch high at 100 yards is pretty well what you typically sight in a rifle for uh i like mine being that inch to inch and a half 
and you know that way if there is a little bit of a stretch out there at three or four hundred yards you still don't really have to do any adjustments really you have to aim just slightly high but even with my 300 wind mag shooting 200 grain bullets i believe at 400 yards i want to say i'm about 20 inches low so for a deer you might want to adjust a little bit but when it comes to like a moose or an elk really just aim slightly high you don't have to do much you know what i mean like if you're not comfortable shooting that ranges then just you know walk in a little closer kind of a thing but anyways back to sighting the rifle uh once as you're pretty well close to dead on at 50 yards at 100 yards you really you're not going to be making too many adjustments as long as you got your left and right dialed in at 50 at 100 it's mainly just going to be going up or down kind of a thing uh it might be a quarter to a half inch off left and right but uh for the most part you're typically like pretty well set uh for left and right anyways but at 100 yards real simple Turn your scope to like a 9 power or like an 8 if you're using like a 3 to 9 by 40 kind of a thing. Which is kind of like the kind of going, uh, you know, like your typical hunting scope kind of a deal. And uh, when, you're, when you're sighting in your rifle and when you're shooting in general, what I tell people is you don't sit there with your finger off the trigger and slam it shut kind of a thing what i try to teach people is rest your finger on the trigger and slowly squeeze it in because in that way when you're doing that you have like this much movement right the tip of your finger is moving when you sit there and your finger is off the trigger and when you go to shoot you just make one real quick snap motion like even as i'm sitting here pulling the pretending to pull the trigger out just on my hand you know, I can feel the tension. There's movement in my finger. There's torque in my wrist. There's movement in my forearms. There's movement in my shoulder. There's so much that can actually make that that rifle move. And it's one of those things where, you know, as you, the further you get from your rifle, this is where if you get real scientific into like the minute of angle stuff, you look at a, at a clock and one minute, kind of equals like one degree almost so at you know at the gun itself if you move say it's a sixteenth of an inch it it's nothing you know right but at a hundred yards in a straight line you know that sixteenth of an inch that was here now it's kind of doing this it's going way out so a sixteenth of an inch at the rifle itself, it might be a half an inch or three quarter of an inch at 100 yards. And if it's even further out there, say 400 yards, you might be like eight inches kind of a thing. I'm just spitballing numbers here. I, I don't really know the whole minute of angle, you know, like the actual proper numbers and all that. But you, you kind of get the idea. So when you just barely set your finger on that trigger and you just slowly squeeze until it almost scares you when it goes off. Then that way it's one slow fluid motion and when it goes off it just goes boom right 
that way there's no torque in your wrist there's no you know you're not moving the rifle whatsoever the only thing that's moving is just the trigger so at 100 yards once you're pretty well set and dialed in left to right at 50 at 100 yards you take your time you know go nice and calm nothing to be freaked out about right and you just send one down range and where it hits it's usually left and right it's going to be usually pretty darn close and then up and down chances are you might be slightly low or you might be just dead on so and all you have to do is you look at your turrets again it should say one slash four moa which is to simplify a quarter of an inch at 100 yards so if you're say a half inch low you just look at your turret on the top of your scope and it'll say you and the arrow will be pointing counterclockwise most likely and so if you're a half inch low and you want to be say an inch high you have to come up by half inch and then another four so that's six clicks so you just grab your turret count them out some of those some turrets you can hear a real audible click when you're turning it others you there's just a little line and there's some numbers on the side so say it's at whatever 10 turn it back to nine which would be four and then go to eight and a half kind of a deal or maybe I got my numbers backwards 10 to 11 and a half kind of a thing but anyways once you make that adjustment take another shot and once as you you know by then it, it should be fairly close like it does not take a lot of shots to actually sight in a rifle and one thing you have to consider too is you could be up and down or left and right kind of like a plus or minus half inch because for a rifle to be quote unquote like a good shooting gun one inch moa or one inch group at 100 yards is a good shooting gun so once as you believe you're you're roughly that one inch up and dead center take a shot and you might be an inch up and half inch to the left that's fairly close within that one inch span of where you want to be load up another round and shoot again you might be an inch up and a half inch to the right now but half inch left half inch right you're still within one inch then again load a third round and shoot and instead of being an inch up maybe you're two inches up but dead center you're still again within that one inch group of where you want to be and to be honest with you guys if this is just your regular kind of everyday hunting rifle if you have a gun that shoots like inch and a half or two inch groups at 100 yards i'm i'm going to be the one to tell you right now that's good enough uh you don't need pinpoint accuracy the the chances of you shooting anything past 300 yards are slim and really if you have a two inch group at 100 yards and you shoot something at 200 yards you're gonna nail it you know like it you're not taking this rifle out to do any competitions i have guns you know i have one that'll do what we call cloverleaf where all three shots are touching 
and that one at 400 yards, if you want me to shoot something in the neck, I pretty well can almost guarantee you that I can hit it in the neck. But I'm never going to take that shot. So even that gun that does like that high precision, pinpoint, deadly accuracy, I'm never going to need it. Rock. Rock. Because even at 400 yards... I'm still going to shoot for the vitals. I'm still going to, you know, if it's an elk, my target is still this big. Go behind the shoulder, shoot for both lungs. Maybe you'll aim, maybe you'll hit like a little bit low and you might ram it through its heart kind of a thing. But as an ethical hunter, you know, really, you're going for a vitals shot. If there's something that, you know, Say it's a moose at 100 yards and the only shot you have is kind of a, a neck shot. If you're shooting a 2-inch group, I don't know about you, but a moose's neck is a lot bigger than 2 inches. Granted, the way that everything kind of comes up, you have to be within a pretty tight window. But even then, it's still about a 6-inch target at 100 yards. So if you're shooting 2 inches... You're still within six inches, right? So, you know, just kind of pay attention to that kind of stuff. And don't get uh, overwhelmed with how tight your groups are and stuff like that. You know, for me, if my gun shoots within one to two inch groups at 100 yards, that's good enough for me. Plus, it's in the back of your mind that, hey, this, you know, whatever. Say it's your 30-odd six. If you decide to pack that uh, that day, just remind yourself, like, this is a two-inch gun. So if you want to shoot something, get within 200 yards, and you'll be perfectly fine. Uh, you know, the whole long-range hunting stuff, if you take your time and you go through maybe some courses or you do a whole pile of shooting to where you are hitting extremely accurately and extremely consistent, sure, you can kind of, stretch it a little bit for me i'm comfortable to 400 yards because i've done i don't know how many shots at 400 yards 500 i wouldn't take that shot plus there's so many variables that go into play uh you know wind speed air density the curvature of the earth the temperature how thick the air is or how thin the air is that can that uh it makes it so your bullet doesn't fly through the air consistently you know your height your elevation your angle there is so much that goes into this stuff where you're like if you haven't actually practiced at those ranges just don't take those shots and stay within the ethical ranges of the 100 to 300 yards and even 300 yards for a lot of people, that's a far shot. And, you know, to be honest with you, if you're 300 yards away and you don't feel comfortable, get closer. If something is out there at 300 yards and it has its head down, mind its own business, and has no clue that you're there, there's no reason whatsoever why you can't get up closer uh, within, you know, 200, 250 yards kind of a thing. But, uh, yeah, so when it comes to sighting in your rifle, very, very simple 
process. Uh, if it doesn't come foresighted from the place that you bought it from, it's a pretty easy, simple solution to do yourself. Uh, when you are boresighting it, it's a lot easier to do it at 50 yards just because you can see that target a little bit better. And then once you have it boresighted, take your first couple of shots at 50 yards to mainly get your left and right dialed in. And then stretch it out to 100 yards and that'll mainly get your elevation and to fine tune your left and right. And basically take, uh, you know, when you're shooting, don't shoot extremely fast. Uh, it'll warm up your barrel and then when metal gets hot it expands when it expands your bullets won't sit quite as tight in the grooves of your barrel so and as it goes down to being nice and tight and and rotating the way it should there'll be a little bit of a slop a little bit of play in it so and your your groups will start to open up and then uh, yeah just practice uh, when you're done shooting, it is a good idea to clean out your rifle, uh, unless you're going to be hunting right away. Uh, there's a lot of times where, I'll be honest with you, I don't clean my gun after I shoot it. Uh, there's a lot of times where I've cleaned a gun out, and done a real nice deep clean on the barrel kind of thing. Taking it out to the range, pulled the trigger, and all of a sudden I'm two inches to the right. And then the second shot, I'm back to dead center. Because for whatever reason, the oils or something, maybe it makes it a little too slick in there or something. Or there's something that goes on in there. And uh, if you're getting ready to go hunting, especially on like a once-in-a-lifetime hunt, what I would suggest you do is you take your rifle out. Sight it in, and when you're done sighting it in, put it away dirty. And don't clean it until you come back from that hunting trip. Because there's a good chance you're you're going to be off slightly. And also another thing too, when you're, once you're sighted in, you're sighted in for that one specific bullet. Uh, so for an instance, you know, my 300 wind mag this spring, I had, uh, Federal Premium shooting 100, 180 grain burger hybrids. And then this fall, I have 300 wind mag, 200 grain uh, terminal ascent from Federal. And when I took out the, uh, the 200 grains, they were pretty close to the 185 burgers. But I think I was about an inch to the right and half inch low. So it's it was close. But I wasn't dialed into these new bullets. So once you're sighted in, shoot the same bullets from the same box of ammo. For the most part, you can buy like a second box as long as it's the same and it should be pretty close. And, uh, you know, just stick with those bullets that you have. If you have to change your ammo up or if it's like how it is uh, recently where I went from shooting... 180 grain, uh, I think they're bear claws to the 185 grain barns and now the 200 grain terminal ascent because bullets are just extremely hard to find right now. Unfortunately, every time you buy a new box of bullets, you got to take your gun out and shoot it and make sure it's shooting straight. But uh, hopefully, this kind of helps you out a little bit on how to sight in a rifle. 
And uh, if you're one of the old timers who's been around for a while, you probably just listen to me kind of ramble on for however long this is going on for. And, you know, you already know, but there are new people around here that uh, have absolutely no clue what they're doing. Or, you know, you just need a kind of reminder every once in a while. But anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, if you're just listening to this, I'd really appreciate it. If you went over to our YouTube channel and subscribe to the channel, and then uh, you can watch this. When I have little diagrams like this, you can actually see uh, my funky little drawings. And it also helps us out quite a bit. But anyways, if you like it, hit that like button down in the uh, bottom there. and Leave me a comment or two. Subscribe to the channel. I'll see you on the next one.